This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1455. I'm your host, Greg Audino. So happy to have everyone here today, and I hope you're all feeling good as well. If not, that is part of life, unfortunately. And today's episode will be a really good discussion about the ups and downs of feeling good and feeling bad, particularly when we're trying to recover from learning a difficult truth about a relationship that we're in. Now, this is an important one, everyone, so listen closely, and also, uh, be sure to stay through the end, as I have an important announcement to make afterwards. But first, let's get into this question and optimize your life. Right now, I'm struggling with anxiety. Recently, I learned a pretty dark truth about my relationship that completely shattered my trust in my partner. Months have passed, and we have decided to work through it and stay together but sometimes I still get attacked by these floods of intrusive thoughts about what happened, and they completely change my mood to become anxious, irritable, and suspicious. I would love to be able to master control over my thoughts. I know they say you are what you think. I struggle with accepting the past as unchangeable and controlling these somewhat random attacks of horrible thoughts. Good, honest question here. Thank you for sending this one in. I really appreciate the vulnerability you're exhibiting and how you're in a place to take responsibility right now and explore how you can react to these past events differently as opposed to asking your partner to do something different. Uh, That's pretty significant and a really good foot to start off on. Now, you mentioned that you two have decided to work through it and stay together, which is good for you guys. Uh, However, I am inclined to ask just how much working through is still going on as the months continue to pass. Many couples in situations like these either don't talk through them at all or just talk through them just enough until there's a flash of feeling better, at which point it's easy to say, oh, we're over it, let's throw in the towel and just move forward. And, you know, this happens because it's tough It's tough to talk about these things. And Both parties are eager to move forward and be convinced of the fact that there's no longer a problem. This is especially prevalent in young and new couples, as the desire to live in a fantasy of everything being okay all the time is very strong, and it still feels somewhat attainable at that stage. So, bad feelings that come back after once feeling resolved, even for a moment, are swept under the rug and ignored for any number of reasons not wanting to be a nuisance, telling ourselves they are untrue, hating the feeling of taking a step backwards, and so on. But healing processes aren't often so linear. So if you've prematurely ended talks with your partner 
about how troubling this past event is to you, well, it's time to start being communicative about that again and fast. These conversations don't have to be dramatic meltdowns or arguments, but simply honest exchanges about how you're not feeling as settled as you thought you were, and that for you there's still some self-work to do, which I doubt you would disagree with since you've submitted this question. So I guess the two things to talk about would be the self-work itself and the nature of those conversations with your partner. Uh, So let's start with the self-work and some questions you can reflect on by yourself, though of course a therapist would be a great resource in this scenario too. Now there's a lot to be said about this you-are-what-you-think philosophy. Yes, typically what you are putting into your brain is what you can expect to get out of it, but that definitely does not mean that you should try to muscle out bad thoughts, because that never works. In terms of you-are-what-you-think, I would say that for you, this has a lot more to do with the acceptance of thoughts as opposed to the thoughts themselves. So it's not the content of the negative thoughts that you can expect to result in your brain's output, but instead the commentary surrounding them. Accepting the negative thoughts you're having about this past event in your relationship starts a pattern of acceptance, okay? And that pattern will eventually allow you to better accept the past events themselves and anything else going forward that may feel unpleasant. I really hope that all makes sense. Email me if it doesn't, and I will be happy to elaborate. Now, I also encourage you to ask yourself some hard and introspective questions about your reaction thus far. You said that you struggle with the past being unchangeable, which, along with some other things you mentioned, makes me feel as though you may have an underlying need for control. That's okay, too. Uh, Again, accept something like that and then move forward to debunk it. Some questions that could be useful to reflect on would be, why do you need the past to be unchangeable? Why should these past events have power over you and your identity? Is there any evidence to prove that these past events are going to determine the future? Is there one good reason that these past events should be more powerful than you? Um, Who's to say you can't rebound from these past events, even while having no control over them at all? Now, the idea behind all these questions is to get you to consider why you feel these unchangeable past events have to be running your show. Now, once you've sat with your questions like this, I'm hoping you will come to find that whatever pain you've derived from what happened with your partner is much less about the event itself than it is about you. So veer away from the occurrence in question and instead look into why the event has controlled you up until this point. It's understandable that you're having difficulty getting through this painful dark truth, but get curious about that difficulty, not aggressive with it. My guess and my hope is that deep down beneath all the conditioning and challenges in the past that have brought you to where you are, You'll find that no past event, let alone this one, means anything in the context of who you are and your value as a person. Though it happened and there's no use in trying to bury it, it still doesn't really have to affect you, if that makes sense. And finally, I do want to go back to how you are communicating these feelings and this self-work journey to your partner. Like I said, the healing process has a reputation for not being so linear, so you may find that It'll take a while to completely heal your relationship with these thoughts and that they'll try to resist from time to time, 
which may feel like a step backwards. That's totally normal. So allow it to happen and keep your partner abreast of all the ebbs and flows. If they are understanding of the fact that it's going to take you a while to completely heal, that's marvelous. If they're not, it seems they might have to go back to the drawing board for their own reasons as well. In the mix of all these good and bad feelings on both sides, the relationship stays grounded by each of you respecting the other person's process. If one of you finds the other's process too egregious that the respect cannot be maintained both ways in spite of great efforts at communication and understanding, then a break or a breakup might be necessary at this time. Just trust that you have to look out for yourself first to be the most suitable partner anyway. And right now, that means taking the time to explore and be forthcoming about these challenging feelings. Okie doke, my friends. I hope you, the asker, and you, the listener, were able to take something from today's episode. We don't always heal as quickly as we would like to. And while we should be upfront and patient during this process, we should also seek to keep digging deeper and asking why. We might just unravel something about who we are at our cores that prevents us from acknowledging ourselves as being bigger than the problems we face. Sometimes you need a boost, though. And if that is you, please email us your questions and we will be more than happy to help you out. You can email us at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. And now for a very, very smooth segue into my announcement. Um, if you do email those questions in, know that they will be answered not on ORD. They will be answered on Optimal Living Advice. Now, you may not have been around for Optimal Living Advice, but it's a show that I once hosted that is strictly for taking and answering listener questions about all types of things. So every episode is about questions and answers. Well, after a year away, it's being revived and starting back up this Monday. I'm very excited. Uh, Optimal Living Advice is what I was brought into the OLD network to do in the first place. Uh, it is my precious child, and I really love it. So it's great to have it back, and I really hope you'll tune in as it is not like any of our other shows. Again, no narrations, just me answering questions and offering support. So give it a look. Uh, and meanwhile, on ORD, our Saturdays from here on out are going to be just like the rest of the week, solid articles to help you improve your many relationships. So it's all good stuff. It's more of what you like, whether you like questions and answers better or narrations better. So thanks for helping to make all of this possible and for your continued support, everyone. That is going to do it for this one, but I will see you back here tomorrow for another episode of ORD, and I hope to see you on Monday for our first OLA renewal. That's where your optimal life awaits. <laughs>